This is the show. Life goes on, and so do we. Just how we do it is no mystery. One by one, we fill the days. We find a thousand different ways. Yep, yep. Sorry, I'm excited. Uh, so, I'm not even reacting to you, Kendall and Payne. You know, attention, my Cumberbund over here. Oh. Is it Cumberbund or Cummerbund or Cucumberbund? The thing that we're wearing here in our tux. Mine is, of course, a lovely shade of orange. It's a Cumberbund, I think. There's a B, um, Cumber, like it cumbers us. It's It's cumbersome. It um, it's C U M M E R B U N D. Cummerbund. So, cummer. No. So the cummer. No. That's I'm wrong. a cummer. Watch out for me, world. I'm a cummer. <gasps> well, that's the correct spelling, I guess, supposedly. I don't know. Who cares, Cliff? We're wearing tuxedos. They're uncomfortable. Uh, we're too fat for this. Kendall, um, don't don't go shaming. Don't go shaming. Cliff, I am not shaming. I'm saying it's too uncomfortable to wear these. No, well, it is. I'm uncomfortable. not ashamed. I'm uncomfortable. Well, I, th- I think you're both. Uh, but I'll I'll turn it into a song. Is this a Billy Joel song? Don't go shaming. Just to please me. I love Don't you. go wasting. Yeah, something like that, right? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. You're close. We're close. Close enough. Close, but no cigars, not in the booth, and not in the Busheltown Municipal Building where we're having this beautiful rye ball that started promptly at 5 p.m. tonight. Well, it is, yeah, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn has outdone herself again with this beautiful, um, exquisite location. And, and I mean, you know, the crepe so many- paper, the crepe paper decor, the way she's twisted it. And combined it, and the way it swoops and swags, it is, it's breathtaking, takes my breath away. It really is. It really is. Now, I am starving, though, and, you know. You didn't I, see them passing around those canapes? It was a, sorry, excuse me, a can of peas. Somebody had a can of peas in their purse that I saw them open up over there. And they were, you know, people with a spoon. I don't know why. It, it, weren't we supposed to be eating? I was thinking there was like cheese and crackers to come in. And yes. maybe little well, that's what uh, I was gonna mushrooms say. stuffed with stuff or something. I, I don't would know. never, I would never tell Mrs. Potter Butter Butter turn to her face because it would be <laughs> improper etiquette to say, I told you so. Oh, but did I you did tell, tell her, her so? you did. to not hire Charles the Contractor's friends as the caterers. Like, wh- I don't know where they are. I, I, she's trying to find out, but well, they were supposed Carolyn, to be here way it, earlier. It was his good friend from elementary school, Carolyn the caterer, and, you know, she just got out of prison. I don't even, I don't know why, but it was a nonviolent crime, as, as I understand it. And Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn, you know, she likes to give people a leg up with their bootstraps when it's, you know, et cetera. So, you know, it's good for her, but I don't know. They they should have been here should they, hours ago. It feels like I'm starving because the cummerbund, the cummerbund, I couldn't get it fastened, you know, if I'd eaten the big lunch that I'd wanted to. <laughs> well, there there is that. So we might have to just wait till the end of the ball anyway oh. to eat so we can continue wearing these cummerbunds. But, I don't know. I've got um, some paper clips over here. I think if we just extend it in the back behind our tuxedo jackets, who's going to know? Oh, that's a good idea. We're in a booth. Who cares? Uh, Who's going to care? I got to know who made the ice sculpture, because that is magnificent. I didn't know you could make a stalk of rye out of ice. Well, they did. It, that was the guy who always does the ice sculptures. He's out of smack over. I forget what his, his name is. Whipple oh. or Winkle or something like that. He It's a... Rip Van Winkle. 
No, Kendall, that's the <laughs> that's the guy who put the spell on Sleeping Beauty or something. But don't oh. you wish? Oh, don't you just wish that things were simpler and people lived in castles now? Yeah, or or even that my chair wouldn't be broken <laughs> that I'm sitting in. It like I, I I think we could afford a new chair. I, first of all, uh, the back is like popping off, and I have to keep pushing it back together. And oh. then yesterday when we were yes. getting set up, I sat in the chair and the the wheel just like fell out of the back and I just fell back on the ground and knocked my head against the booth. So it's dangerous. Are you tired of things just not working? I was at Oh yes. my god. I was at our store in the bathroom, you know, the the big nice employee bathroom that we have back in the stock room. Yeah. And employees just, only. And tell me how, when I was there Thursday, everything's weren't running fine, and then yesterday I go in, and I just l- try to turn on the water on the faucet, and the handle just fucking comes right off in my hand. <laughs> it drove That's just me, life. It drove me insane. And then I went home, where I've been having terrible water problems for a long time. So uh, if I stink... I don't even care anymore because I'm having so many water problems that have prevented me from taking smell-altering showers many times this past hot, hot summer. And I go in today, so I pardon me, I'm sweating extra in this tux. I shouldn't have worn this vest underneath. I didn't want to say anything. But also I did spray some Nautica. So I got six squirts instead of three on each side. But anyway, I go in there. I can't even pull the fucking thing up. You know, you pull the thing up on the faucet in the tubs to get it to come out of the oh, sh- yeah. It won't stay up. And so it won't come <laughs> out. I, I'm, I, and it's the weekend, of course, so there's no one to call and scream at. But don't you even worry because Monday morning, 9 a.m., somebody's getting an earful. <laughs> oh, I'm glad it's not me. Cliff, now I have had water problems too, and I but I went to the doctor and I'm trying to get it fixed. Oh, <laughs> you got to make water. You've had making water problems. I got make water problems. Make too much. Cliff, now you know I have a guilty pleasure that I must tell you about, Uh-oh. which is actually the the whole topic of this show. But my guilty pleasure that I absolutely love is like anything dealing with UFOs and aliens. Just love it. I've always loved it. And I heard something the other day. On some, I don't, I forgot where I heard it, but, uh, and it was just somebody like saying something as a joke or something. I don't know. But I was like, that actually makes a whole lot of damn sense. Somebody said, you know, all the animals that are on earth, you know, they can like withstand all these crazy climates and all this stuff. And they say, you know, humans, we just fall apart. If, you know, and said, you know, animals just walk right at the beginning of birth. And they're like, humans can't walk. They're just, if you leave them, they'll die. And they said, you know, so that begs to differ, like maybe. Aliens just put us here. It's like it's like an alien prison. We're all aliens, and we're the bad ones. And they put us here in prison. I was like, because everything goes wrong all the time, and everything's terrible. I was like, well, that it it checks out. I'm not saying I believe it. I'm just saying it checks out. Debunked. We're not in an alien prison, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> if you are writing that in your diary, if you're if you're currently you're in the middle of writing, are we in an alien prison? Question mark. And write quickly, no, Cliff has just debunked this. I think and then be- write, or maybe. <laughs> no. Maybe? No, definitely not. <laughs> uh, no, I think it is far more likely that we're in hell, that we're souls who were <laughs> bad. And, it, I mean, instead of people on another planet being bad, the, I mean, I, it all sounds a little bit dubious, Kendall, but um, I understand why you are guilty about that pleasure now, and I... Hey. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. But this is a show. It's not talking of that. shaming. Yes, <laughs> talking of. Sh- I didn't say anything. I said I understand. I was just saying I get it. <laughs> but this is a show. It's not only about guilty pleasure. Sometimes a proud pleasure, a pleasure you're proud of. So we're going to do a countdown. In one half is about the pleasures we're proud of. Proud pleasures, I call them. And then another. And this, I think we need to wait. Make people. Wait till the second half to hear about all these guilty, so guilty pleasures that Ooh. we can't even, uh, don't even want to talk about. They're so guilty, I don't want to mention them before the show is half over. Gotta wait. You gotta wait for gotta the guilt. Wait. Oh my goodness, dear. I've been calling everyone and no one is answering their phone. 
Oh, Sugarlum, don't you think you and I should be spending this time dancing just to ensure that everyone here at the ball knows that nothing is wrong? Oh, my. Oh, well, that is a wonderful idea. I wish you would have had it before we walked into the booth. Oh. Boys, I'm so sorry that the food is delayed. We're working on trying to get it here sooner. Uh, well, well we're, we're, it's we're, all right. Uh, it's not that all right. I'm about to swoon over here, not just because uh, Hollywood Hunk entered the room, but because I, I'm uh, so weak in the knees from not eating. You know, the last thing I had was a big giant bowl of Captain Crunch this morning and several slices of toast, and then I had a biscuit and a, a couple candy bars on the way, and then I stopped at the dollar store and I had two. They have the Halloween pumpkins out now, Kendall. I had two Reese's Halloween pumpkins today. I know it's just August, but and then uh, other than that, I've had nothing. All day, and so I'm about to just pass out. Oh my god, that is that is a little like you need to eat more. You're gonna like just waste away. Oh, boys, I'm sure Mrs. Potter Butter Butterchurn is doing everything within her power, aren't you, Sugarloaf? Well, of course, Daffodil. Uh, what what if what if I make some hors d'oeuvres out of stuff in my purse, dear? You know, I always carry extra things. Uh, let's see here. I have- what is, oh, I have peanut butter, dear. I could make something with peanut butter. Oh, I don't know. Let's go and see. We, maybe someone out there has some slightly toasted pieces of bread. <laughs> we'll go ask your friend Marjorie. Oh, good idea. Marjorie, do you have any bread? It doesn't have to be toasted. It's ideal. <laughs> and we're going to need some sort of spreading device. Uh, she could have left the peanut butter in here. Like, that would have worked oh, for us. Oh, <laughs> I wish that she had. That she had. It's so hard to get a word in sometimes. They're so <sighs> anxious when they come in uh, here. They just fly through. Plus, I, I was holding those in the whole time. <laughs> That's and good. That's good. They, you have been reprimanded immediately. Definitely. Now, all right, Kendall, I say it's time. Let's. What have you done today to make you feel proud? Proud. The proud pleasures. It's Busheltown Gay Pride Month may be over, but it's Pleasure Pride Month. Pr- <laughs> proud pleasures sounds like a, a intimate apparel store or something. Write that down um, because that may be where our store <laughs> needs to head in that there direction. There you go. Oh, that, that would be something. All right, Cliff. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, do the space coin, you know what I'm trying to say. Call it. Yes, flip the space coin. I'm going to call it Tails. Because uh, Tails. <laughs> well, good thing you didn't look over here. It had already stopped, but you are correct. It was oh. Tails. So you oh. get to go first, Cliff. Tell us, right. tell us how proud you are of your first guilty pleasure. I'm so proud. You know, the other day, there was a Jehovah's Witness that came in to my apartment. And they, you know, were looking around. It was used to, used to be the broom closet at the old sardine factory. Of course, now it's converted into a mini loft. And they were looking around at all this stuff. And they're like, wow, you must really like... Halloween, and I was like, guilty, but I'm proud, <laughs> proud of that pleasure. It was weird you pulled out your dinger to do that. But. I know, and it was, I just happened to have it nearby, and so I said, I, I am, I do love it. I turned on some Halloween music and sounds, some lit up decorations that just happened to be out in the middle of the summer. And I thought, you know, I love Halloween and I love the macabre like Elvira loves. And I think a lot of it also comes from, you know, Cher has a very uh, unique sense of style that I remember once my friend Heather and I, they were talking about Cher and we loved it when they said, oh, Cher, you know, I can imagine her living in her gothic vampire lair. And I was like, oh, I want to live in a gothic vampire lair and or, you know, slash Elvira's spooky basement. So that's sort of what I'm trying to cultivate it with um, uh, Halloween and the love of all things. So spooky, Kendall, isn't it spooky? Oh, well, I have already started, you know, watching some Halloween stuff. I'm starting to get into it because, you know, I told you I've start early. I start August 1st now. I need two. Yeah. Full months of Halloween, or three full well, months. There you go. I uh, got the math up and working. Yes, well, as we go... I'm working on it. You know, as we age so rapidly, time goes... Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. And, you know, tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock. And we just keep going, 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 and time goes faster, so, you know, we have to stretch things out to make them feel 
normal. Oh, yeah. That's why we had to lengthen this show. The the episodes used to be half an hour. Now they're an hour because we thought, hey, this goes too fast. It goes way too fast. Just and Cliff, we have to stretch everything out just like our cummerbunds. Everything has to be stretched. Oh, it's, I wish that my cummerbund would stretch a little bit extra. Um, so, Cliff, you got the tale. So, tell us your first guilty pleasure, or did you? Did you? Good grief! Oh. I thought that was just a story you were telling me about somebody coming in. I, I was waiting for <laughs> you, Cliff. I never know. You have a lot of anecdotes. I was like, well, you're just gonna tell me this first and then move on. To no, your thing, Kendall, wrong. Gotcha. I'm very easy to follow, and everything I say always is in perfect order and makes sense and is cogent. And so, listeners are gonna debunk <laughs> your myth that I Sorry. am confusing. Yes. So I'm just looking up cogent over here. Um, all right, Look Cliff. So then that's number six, right? That's number six on the countdown. That's uh, number six. Ba- yeah, baby. Shagadelic. Uh, you, uh, I can't think of it. All right, Cliff, number five. You know, this is something that we both love. We both have a big habit of this. And, um, uh, you know, 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 we're running out of space for this guilty pleasure, Cliff, but we love our Funko Pops. Don't you just love a good old Funko Pop? They're funky, they pop. So those are a, those are a pleasure you're proud of. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, of course. Sorry, I got confused there for a second. Yeah, I'm very proud of my Funko Pops. Oh, okay. So Are you not are- proud of your Funko Pops? Stay tuned later in the show, and maybe we'll, we'll find out. We'll find out, Kendall. I don't want to give away any spoilers. <laughs> but wait, what's happening? I don't know. What is happening? This is the countdown of ones we're proud of, right? Yes. One, 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 one. Tell us more, Kendall. Tell me more. Tell me more. Well, I mean, you know, this started as something I wasn't proud of, but I. Over the years, like uh, people would give me a Funko Pop, and I was like, "These are so stupid. I'm not gonna have any Funko Pops." And then year after year, we have to have them all, and we're like, "Oh, they've come out with a new Hocus Pocus Funko Pop, or they've come out with, you know, one of our favorite characters that we love, and we buy them and we put them up on our shelf and and love them and love to admire them. I, they're just they bring so much joy." <laughs> there you go, Kendall. I love your, I love your pride speech. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. You're well. You're well. I did practice. You're well. Number four. Is that where we are? Number four. That's correct. Oh, thank, I'm glad you looked down. You stopped. You flipped it through the packet there of show notes. You ran your finger down, and you're like, yes, we are at number four. That's in case listeners are wondering, why did it take him so long? That's why. Because he, he wanted to be thorough. Cliff, yes, number four. Get Give it to us. I'm about to give it to you, for God's <laughs> sake. Kendall, this I'm so proud of my pleasure that I derive from this. You know, you don't hear Kendall talking about this one a whole lot. Uh, But, you know, sometimes don't you just get so much pleasure from reading a big book? Oh, no. A big, thick book. Cliff, I will not be harassed here on the air. (laughs) I didn't say it was bad. I didn't say you couldn't read a big book if you really, really tried. Just because I download my books on my iPad doesn't mean that I don't like to read. Oh, and you know, all of those idiots' guides to technology or whatever you read are, I'm sure, are great. Uh, But don't you know, don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? Now, don't you know, I love that, you know, I love the big thick books. Not not every big thick book is good, though. Like, Twilight is thick, and it's just a big thick turd. It's like one of those big heavy turds that just falls out and sinks directly to the bottom of the commode. But this one is, uh, you know, this is actually a great, 
collection of classic literature. Don't you love if you're sitting somewhere and you're reading a big thick book and somebody notices it. First off, they're saying, hey, that's not Twilight. This person must know how to read multi-syllable words. And then they say, oh, this is a classic author from years gone by. Like this is Flannery O'Connor. And I'm just going to read you a couple sentences from the end of one of her great stories. Kindle, and I'm not going to let uh, let anybody spoil it. Uh, you need to find out for yourself which one it is, okay? okay? But if you know, you know, okay? Okay. She was a talker, wasn't she? Bobby Lee said, sliding down the ditch with a yodel. She would have been a good woman, the misfit said, if it had been somebody there to shoot her every minute of her life. Some fun, Bobby Lee said. Shut up, Bobby Lee, the misfit said. It's no real pleasure in life. There you go. And see, don't I just take such pleasure from and pride in reading classic, big, thick books, Kendall. Oh, Cliff, I see the pride and the pr- pleasure on your face. Pride and pleasure. That's I'm not doing pre- pride and prejudice like Jane Austen. <laughs> I'm doing pride and pleasure. Yeah, you know, it just it needed to be written. You didn't want the prejudice in there anymore. No, it's the times have changed. <laughs> times, they are a changing, Cliff. And the list keeps changing, and we're moving on up to number three already. Oh, yeah, proud. What have you done today to make yourself feel so proud? Oh, Cliff, I do so many things every day to make myself proud. Number three for me, I love, I love, I love getting in the car, going for a long drive, and turning up the radio and singing, belting out loud, no matter who sees me. I just love it. That is one of my all-time favorite guilty pleasures. And, you know, when you're in the car by yourself and nobody can hear you. But no- you're not guilty. It's a it's one of your favorite proud pleasures. You are proud of this pleasure. This is a pleasure you would tell people about. Well, I don't go around telling people that, no. Well, maybe if you're so fucking proud of it, perhaps you should. Well, maybe I, maybe I will. Maybe I'll get a billboard <laughs> in downtown Bushletown. But I love it. Don't don't you love singing in your car? Oh, of course I do, Kendall. You think I'm you uh, as as if you don't. I know sometimes you just have to ask the question for the show. But of course, but you know I do. It it was for the listeners. I know you. I, like well, singing. when you have a beautiful voice and that you know, it's a gift, and it would be a sin not to share it with the world. A big old sin. Big sin. Kendall, you know how opposed to sin I am. <laughs> That's the one thing you talk about all the time. Oh, 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 boys. <laughs> I love hearing you talk about your opposition to sin, boys. Oh, yes, dear. We were Finally. very busy making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, but we thought we should come in and say how happy we are to hear you talking about such a thing on the air. Oh. Yes, you know, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn's friend Marjorie had an entire jar of grape jelly in her purse. <laughs> and Betty Ann... Oh, save the day! Oh, and Betty Ann had three loaves of bread that she happened to pick up at the grocery store on the way to the ball. <laughs> oh, well, that was that was good uh, Good that she had that. Did, do, did she have anything extra you brought to us? Oh, no. Unfortunately, there was only enough to feed... 12 people. There are still 65 people who are very hungry, boys. <laughs> Sorry what are we about that. Do? I don't know. Where have you heard from Charles the Contractor or Karina Karina, the whatever she is, the uh, caterer there? Dear, dear, Kendall Boy, do you have her number? I can't seem to find it anywhere. Yeah, uh, you just I, airdrop it to her, Kendall. Don't oh, you yeah, have here it? we go. There we go. 
Dude, I'm not sure what just happened. It's it's on your phone. Oh, oh my bowels. They're getting very nervous about how we're going to solve this problem. Zugalump, oh, I Dear. think we need to go and talk about it, possibly with Reverend Waxton, who's over in the corner. Here, you go talk to Reverend Waxton. I must take this phone call. It's already ringing. Oh, all right. Oh. oh, my goodness. Why didn't they bring us any food? Why are we always the last to get anything? The last one to know, the last, <laughs> the last one, one to one show, to show I was the last one you thought you'd see. That, that's like here at this ball, but we probably are. The last ones, they're like, <laughs> I don't know who these large guys who are over in these tuxes in the you know, orange cummerbund in this booth sitting and doing a show. And Mrs. Butterbutterbutter, Mr. Snowbottom, keep running in there. <laughs> we don't know why. And We're they, friends in low places. I got friends in low places. Of course, Kendall, of course. And that's, is that your proud pleasure, friends in low places? No, I'm not proud of that. <laughs> no, no pride there. All right. What number are we at? Look, look closely at your notes. We are. Find it. Uh, this will be number two. Number Two. Oh my God! All right, the pleasure. One of the pleasure. Oh, sorry, I got a, a late breaking bulletin that said um, that we can, we'll finish those up right after this segment, and that's not a joke. Uh oh, it's time oh. for bad jokes. Oh, uh, speaking of guilty pleasures, <laughs> yeah, they, I love these. me some bad jokes. I, I, do you call these pleasures, Kendall? Well, some of us do. Some of us do. Some of us don't. Now, I have... These are some pleasures I've got over here, Kendall. And, you know... Uh, not that. But oh, speaking of how... I'm not you, proud of that. You know, the classic books and the classic literature and all that. I have gotten some classic jokes from yesteryear today. All right. Well, then, give it to me. Give a socket to you. All right. A coquette at a ball asked a gentleman who was adjusting her tucker if he could flirt a fan. No, madam, answered he, proceeding to use it, but I can fan a flirt. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> now, also, I, was, uh, I heard this, and it said a gentleman was once observing that a person famous in the musical line led a very abandoned life. I replied a wag. The whole tenor of his life has been bass. Oh. Oh. That, that, one, that one flew over my head like a soprano. Uh-oh. We have a woman. A she woman. brings a duck, a very limp duck, into a, vet, a veterinarian surgeon. She lays her beloved duck on the table, and the vet puts his stethoscope to the chest and listens, and he says, Your duck's dead. And the woman says, no, you can't. Are you sure you haven't done anything? You need to check the duck. Like, what, what are you doing? So the guy says, all right, fine. So he goes out of the room. He comes back and he brings his dog in. And the dog jumps up on the table, sniffs around the duck, looks at the doctor and gives a real sad look. Said, no, the dog, duck's gone. So then he leaves, comes back with a cat. The cat, she looks around, sniffs at the duck, looks up, sad face. No, duck's gone. And he says, well, turns out the duck is for sure really dead. And I'm so sorry. And then he turns around his computer terminal, punches a few keys, and produces a bill and hands it to the woman. And she is in shock, and she looks at the bill. It's $150. And she said, all you did was tell me my duck's dead. He said, well, that was $20. But then you asked for the lab report and the CAT scan. Now it's $150. Oh! Uh, when will the healthcare system receive a much-needed overhaul? Kendall, that was the gist Not of today. that joke. That's what I got from that. Now, a scholar, a bald man, and a barber. That, I want one ticket for that, please. I want to see this show. A scholar, <laughs> a bald man, and a barber traveling together, each agreed to watch four hours at night. And in turn, you know, for the sake of security, they were, each one person would stay up four hours. The barber's lot came first, who shaved the scholar's head when asleep and then waked him when his turn came. I don't know why he did it, but he did in classic bad joke fashion. <laughs> the scholar, scratching his head and feeling it bald, exclaimed, You wretch of a barber, you have waked the bald man instead of me. Oh, oh idiot. 
Thought he was supposed to be a scholar. Uh, uh, Kendall, when will we ever learn? When will we ever learn? Well, Cliff, speaking of aliens, like yeah. I was earlier, oh, late one God. afternoon, late one afternoon, the Air Force folks out at Area 51 were very surprised to see a Cessna landing at their secret base. And they immediately impounded the aircraft and hauled the pilot into an interrogation room. The pilot's story, story was that he took off from Vegas, got lost, spotted the base just as he was about to run out of fuel, and he had to land. They did an FBI background check and held him overnight due to the investigation. And by the next day, they were finally convinced he was just a normal pilot that made a you know, terrible mistake. So they gave him the whole, you did not see the base briefing. And they terrified him. They said if, anything, you know, if he would be arrested, he'd be killed if he says anything. And they sent him on his way. <gasps> well, the day after that, to the total disbelief of the Air Force, the same Cessna showed up on the runway, and once again, they surrounded the plane. This time, there were two people in the plane, and the pilot jumped out and said, do anything you want to me, but my wife is in the plane, and you have to tell her where I was last night. <laughs> oh, she wasn't going to believe that story about alien bases oh. and all that stuff. All those planes. I feel like I was watching Top Gun Maverick. Oh, oh. It was, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it a good sequel that you just heard? <laughs> did you see that? You didn't see that. I did. See Top it. Gun. Top Gun. Yeah. Did you love it? And Top Gun Maverick. I wouldn't say I loved it, but it was enjoyable. Oh, I didn't think you were going to the movies. I there was a drive-in. Oh, okay. That's Kendall. the only movie that I go to, and if it's if it's there, I'll go see it. That's the only movies I see. Uh, Kendall, a vixen of a wife abusing her husband for his mercenary disposition, told him that if she was dead, he would marry the devil's eldest daughter if he could get anything by it. That's true, replied the husband, but the worst of it is one can't marry two sisters. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Which also Ouch. reminds me of this other thing that happened. Uh, a coxcomb, who was by no means an Adonis, was remarkable for looking at his face in a glass wherever he met one, which, being mentioned by a person as an instance of his conceit, another said he thought it rather a mark of his courage, for it showed that he was not easily frightened. <laughs> Whoa. What a coxcomb. Coxcomb. Well, what kind of exercise do lazy people do? Diddly squats. Diddly squats. <laughs> What's red and moves up and down? A bloody elevator. No, it'd be a tomato in an elevator. Oh. And Cliff, I did invent a new word today. It's called plagiarism. Excellent, Kendall. And by excellent, <laughs> I mean so bad. So bad were those jokes. How bad were the jokes? I understood the assignment. Uh, don't you hate when people use buzz phrases like uh, they understood the assignment? And No, it's uh, one of my uh, proudest <laughs> guilty pleasures. <laughs> Just didn't make the list. It was like number five. Uh, speak, I forgot we were doing that. All right, good news. That's not over yet. Number two, the number two <laughs> proud pleasure. Kendall, I'm talking proud I'm proud to have the pleasure of number two, Kendall. What gives me so much pleasure, and I'll just tell anybody about it, and you know it as well as anybody else. You got to take pleasure where you find it, and where I find it is in a good old Hollywood hunk. You know, Hollywood hunks, they're underrated, but think of the joy that they give out every day to people like me and people like you, listeners. I'm sure you're probably, if you listen to this show, you're probably also scrolling through Hollywood hunk snapshots on Instagram. Well, if you are, stop and listen. Emergency. 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 Call 911. I have got to see a Hollywood hunk. Right away. Right away. Emergency, emergency call 911. I got to see a Hollywood hunk. Don't you know in the world keeps on making me mad? Oh, don't you know in the world keeps on making me 
so sad I've got to see A face made for the silver screen I've got to see A bod made for a magazine I'm saying thank you Jesus Everybody on your knees Oh don't you know how they please us But anyway, Kendo, Hollywood hunks, of course, the king of all hunks, Jake Gyllenhaal, reigns supreme. But, you know, uh, all the Hollywood hunks out there, it's too many to name. I don't even want to get started or I might never stop. This is not a Hollywood hunk list countdown, Cliff. This oh! This is a proud, guilty pleasure. That's and a good idea of, for a countdown. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of, the number one, proud, guilty pleasure. Proud, not guilty at all about this pleasure. Uh, oh, well. Cliff, that is being a huge, huge Disney fan. Adult. Disney I love adult? All the, I love all the Disney uh, rides. I love all the shows. I love all the movies. I love to go to the parks. And, yeah, I'm a, I'm a proud, proud Disney fan. Disney adult. Disney adult when Kendall wishes upon a star. Oh. Uh, uh, I, do, I do that a lot when I wish upon a star. And what, is that's what, why would you wish for that, Kendall? I'm unsure. I don't wish for it. I just do it while I'm wishing. I'm like, oh, if I could just stop it. belching enough to wish. Oh, stop, stop whatever you're saying, Kendall. Nobody's listening, including me. But there's somebody over there, Mrs. Potter with a butter shirt. Somebody out there had a pack of fruit snacks in their purse, and they're giving them out. I, we got to get over there now. Fruit snacks? And yeah, get we'll a be right snack. back. All right. After this. Don't worry, Cliff and Kendall will be right back. When I was a kid, the closest you could get me to a fish was the aquarium. Now, thanks to McDonald's, I'm the expert. You see, most fish is not government inspected, but all McDonald's fish is U.S. government inspected grade A. And it's all prime white filet. No fish cakes, not ground up, not mixed with other fish. It's a filet of fish. The best-selling fish sandwich in America. Tell them your nickname, Henry. They call me Jaws. Quality you can taste. Coming in at 9.0 on the Richter scale, but a 10.0 on the laughter scale. Here's Cliff and Kindle. subjects we're about to get to you gotta you gotta stop oh, yeah, making food to... just for a minute oh, oh no so this hungry. is not the time boys for the everyone's stomachs are rumbling out on the ballroom floor boys well our stomachs are rumbling and we're still putting on the show so putting on the, we're putting on the ritz in here oh i wish we had is... some ritz Oh, I wish we could uh, put something on some Ritz. But in lieu of that, how about we, we're going to do hot subjects. Don't worry, they're just hot. Oh, goodness dear. If we must, but we must hurry. We have to get back to the food. Back to the food. All right, I've got, (laughs) this one is terrifying, okay? Oh, no. 
A shopper at a Virginia store was taking a bag of popcorn with a hole in it to the front of the business when a snake Ooh. poked its head oh. out from inside the snack container. Oh, snakes, what have to be snakes? Kimberly Slaughter said she was at Shopper's Value in Kenbridge when she noticed a bag of popcorn had a hole in it. She said, as soon as I went to put the basket, uh, put the bag in my basket, I was like, well, I'll take it up front because, you know, they can't sell it. And then the thing had popped out, and I was like, oh, well, hi. And the thing in question was a live snake. Slaughter said the snake slithered out of the bag around her cart before going back into the hole, and she said it was the full length of the cart. Oh, oh my God. My goodness, did you, do you think that was the devil himself because she was eating too much popcorn? <laughs> I don't know. The manager of the store, he, she said, we had no idea where it came from. We're investigating, trying to find out, but uh, we have no indication that there are any others. So, you know, I'm. that makes me very afraid of grocery store popcorn. Oh, wow. I will push past that to eat the popcorn, but I don't think they should sell snakes in popcorn. I think it's stupid. Inhumane. And inhumane, yeah. There you go. Think of all the salt. Won't anybody but... think of all the salt? <laughs> we haven't. That's our problem. Uh. A bride-to-be claims that she was wary about inviting her sister-in-law along to her wedding as she fears she'll make the day all about herself and about her let's just say spicy account that she has online that where she sells, you know, nude pictures of herself. <laughs> the 26 year old said she was in the early stages of wedding preparations, but has already had to have some serious discussions with her husband to be about the way his sister often behaves at such events. Although she has no issue with her sister-in-law's chosen career, she has previously been left frustrated with how she will draw attention to herself at other people's celebrations. Evidently she's kind of a big, big star. Oh. Online and well, a lot of people her. know who she is. Well, that's not I her fault. I think it's good for her. Oh, but dear, not at someone's wedding. Oh, well, I mean, I she think, shouldn't be oh, promoting it. But. All the attention at a wedding should be on the Lord, boys. <laughs> and him Amen, dear. blessing Amen. the union of the two people uh, enjoying their nuptials. <laughs> yeah. Well... Maybe half the Lord, half the food. Half that's more important. I, I hate weddings altogether. So just anything that stops them. Hates them. Hates them. Hated it. All right, I've got Heard a hot first. subject. This is hot, guys. Oh, this make make you terrified to go to the Dollar Tree in Georgia, because a Georgia woman <laughs> too late. <laughs> a Georgia woman captured the video of an unusual close encounter when she spotted an alligator outside the front of the Dollar Tree store, and she posted a video. And I have the audio of the video here. Oh, okay. Never seen this in my life. It doesn't seem to be, but it's a full alligator. It is, and he looking to. Like he drying out, you know? Cause they put me in water, don't they? So they were saying he looks dried out because they should be in water, but it's a full-grown alligator and looking for a bargain, I guess. But somebody, you know, they got the Natural Resources Department of Georgia to come and, you know, they took the four-and-a-half-foot gator back to the Savannah River and released it into the wild like a sugar baker woman. Yes. Blanche, see, the problem is we're just encroaching on all these poor animals' habitats. Uh, and they just, so they're coming into the stores eating popcorn and trying to get good deals at the dollar store. The encroaching that goes on in the world. <laughs> you know what I mean. It makes me want to vomit. Oh, dude, not on the show. Not here. Oh, 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 we're no. at the Rye please. Oh, not while everyone is so hungry, boys. Oh, uh, well, so a man confessed to plagiarizing an episode of a TV show uh -uh. in an English exam when he was 11 years old. He said he had made a big mistake and he just couldn't handle the guilt anymore. He had sat down to take an SAT and they got to the point where they were like creative writing and they said, you know, write a short story. And he just couldn't think of anything. So he just simply copied the plot of an episode of Futurama and hope that whoever marked the paper would be such a boring person that they would have seen the show, had not seen the show, and therefore would have no idea what he had done. And his little fib worked. They didn't. They never knew what he had done. And he just completely plagiarized the whole thing. And he finally coming clean. He said he just couldn't take it anymore. 
Uh, well, that's a lovely thing that he's coming clean. At least he, he repented, dear, and uh, saw the error in his way. I, I quite disagree, Sugarlum. I, I feel this plagiarist is doing this all for attention. It sounds like classic attention-seeking behavior to me, Bowers. I'm sure you've heard about uh, that from Dr. Blathers. Daffodil. Now, listen. Daffodil, I, think about all the people that come up to church and try to confess their sins, dear. It's not just for their attention. No, well, confessing your sins in church and confessing your sins on TikTok or whatever the hell it might be two different things. But it does remind me of a time in sixth grade. Kendall likes to start like this. Remember a time. Remember a time in sixth grade when we had to write a short story about something. And we had to write a sh- it was had to be about a rabbit or something. And I remember there was a substitute teacher there. And in my story, somehow, like, somebody had a rabbit and they put it in their pocket. And another character was like, is that a rabbit in your pants or are you just happy to see me? And I didn't even know what that meant, but I knew it was hilarious. <laughs> and I remember the substitute teacher looking at me like, oh, my God, this the nice kid who offered to help, you know, <laughs> sharpen pencils probably is writing about dick jokes. But there you go. Oh, oh no. Oh. Please. All right, well, listen, sorry, so I didn't mean to take it there. But I've got one more hot subject, and it is May. Well, it's probably not hotter than that snake in the popcorn, but it's pretty, pop, pretty hot. This is about a Connecticut man. He was doing yard work at his home, and he went inside for a drink. <laughs> Imagine this. You're outside <laughs> clipping the hedges or whatever. You're like, oh, I'm hot. I'm going to go get some lemonade from inside my Connecticut home. And you go to your kitchen in Connecticut, and inside the damn kitchen is a black bear snacking. <gasps> Oh my god. The bear was eating marshmallows and peanut butter crackers that somebody had left. Oh, make, this is making me hungry. Sorry. But this, they left them on the countertop, and there's, you guessed it, video with audio. Listen up. Go on, that way. Go. Get out of here. Go on. Go. Take off, bud. Go on. The bear's just kind of standing there looking at him while he's saying He's not as emphatic as the woman using her teacher voice a few weeks ago. Go on. Oh, he's, oh, all right. Now the man's walking closer and the bear's, you know, wandering slowly out the door. (laughs) He's just walking toward the bear. Like, I'd just be like, all right, it's yours. All right. you, uh, You can have those marshmallows, I guess. Oh, yeah. Ken, I know that's a hot subject, oh, so watch goodness, out for bears yeah. and snakes in your foot. There. Carlotta just walked in the front door. Do we oh. must go stop her once and get all the food set up. Yeah, I hope it hasn't all spoiled in her back seat. Oh, no. Oh, goodness, what a terrible fall. Carlotta, dear. Oh, I oh. hope they get it. I hope she brings something back over here real quick. Too sweet, um, yeah. Toot sweet, Cliff. Toot sweet. Toot sweet. That now, means quick, bitch. <laughs> that's, that's the rough translation. Quick, bitch. Yes. Um, now, we've talked all about all these guilty pleasures that we're proud, proud of. Proud pleasures. We've talked about our proud pleasures. Now, we're moving on to the guilty portion of the show. Guilty. Oh, so guilty, Cliff. So I've, I've got guilty. so many that I'm, that I'm guilty of and that so many people are guilty of. Uh-oh. All right. Who's going to go first? Are we flipping a whole Cliff. new space coin? I'll, I'll let you go first. Uh, I'll, be the, I'll be the bigger person. Uh, you usually are. All right. I'm going to say number six. Oh, is this a countdown as well? Uh, all right. Number six, I have to say, Kendall, this is the one controversially or confusingly earlier in the show. Kendall was so proud of his pleasure in his toys but I am a little bit guilty because it is, I can't, I can't stop. I won't stop. And it's so much overkill that I avoid ending anyone near where I live. Because if anybody comes in, they're like, oh, are you KBFAO from the old toy stores? KB Toys and FAO Schwartz. Is this you? See, and I am KB. You are your BB, uh, big butted. All right, Kendall, but so many toys. Toys. 
The Funko Pops are just the tip of the plastic iceberg. You know, we were talking the other day about Dune. Have you watched Dune yet, Kendall, and experienced no, the Dune-iverse? Well, I have not. You should. Got to get on that cause, so you can get on the collectibles. I couldn't resist. I had to get oh. a Dune. They had. It, it, it was such a good likeness. <laughs> Only I know who that was. It's Timothy... Chalamet from Dune. Look at the hair. Look at the detail uh, on the hair. I, I do. I, I see the Timothy Chalamet now, I, but I didn't know who it was. Uh, now that you see it, I'm holding it close to your face. But look at the detail on the hair, Kendall. Their only mistake was making him without brushable hair. That really would have sold it. But it still looks so good. It's like him with if, if he had hairsprayed. And so I just had to get it, you know, to celebrate the Dune-iverse and, you know... Put him with Elvira and Jake Gyllenhaal, Prince of Persia, and so many other toys made for adult men who just buy them. And the, the few women who have also fallen for the, you know, whatever it is that sold it. You understand? Are you done? Did I kill sure. enough time? All right. Sure. Cliff, um, I, all I gotta say is let your freak, freak flag fly. Let it fly. Like, tell tell the world about your toys. Don't care. Oh, uh, don't okay. worry about it. You convinced me. Okay, good. I'm uh, glad we had this talk. So now that you've convinced me, I will let this episode air. The one where I talk about the toys. <laughs> Finally. All right, Cliff. Number five for me, the guilty pleasures, Cliff. Reading a book. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Cliff, number five. Okay, this is something that I'm very much not proud of that I do way too often. Uh Not only is it embarrassing, and if somebody stopped by the house, they'd be like, what are you doing? Um, But also, it's it's a bad thing because I have... No, no, I'm I'm proud of that one. Oh, good. Um, Because I I have to do a lot more clothes because... I wear pajamas. If I'm staying at home and I'm not doing anything, I wear my pajamas all day long. Why ever get out of your pajamas? But I'm certainly not proud of it. Certainly be not, Kendall, be not proud. No, I say let your uh, tattered old pajama <laughs> freak flag fly. Kendall, you know, I'm at, when I'm at home, I am... In my underwear, unless someone has knocked at the door, in which case I rush to put on actual oh. clothes. No, I, I always have to be fully clothed. I can't stand to look at myself in the mirror with just underwear now, on. Kendall, with climate change and the state that it's at, there's no time for this, that anymore. There's no time for vanity. And it's just the boobs are out. This is what it is for until the end of me or the end of the earth, whichever comes first. Well, it's a race to see which one finishes first. It's a race. It's a struggle either way, Kendall. But oh, your pajamas. Do you wear you wear like flannel pajama pants? Is what you're saying? No, just like a t-shirt and some shorts. That's my pajamas. But like, I, I just whenever I get home, the moment I get home, I want to put those on. So that's what I always wear. And if I wake up, I, I just have a really bad habit of I'll, I'll work around the house, I'll clean some, I've got them on all day. And then by the end of the day, I'm like, I gotta wash these. And I, it's just, I'm constantly washing clothes because I'm wearing my pajamas all day long. Oh, man. Someday they'll write a blues song that <laughs> that encapsulates those feelings for you, Kendall. I wish they would. But speaking of this, this goes hand in hand with your last one. What are we up to? Three, four, six, five. What? No, four. 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 <laughs> and, Keep naming numbers. You'll get it eventually. You know, all right. This is number four. And you know, when I'm doing this, I'm in my underwear. Imagine how low the ratings <laughs> are going now. But it's staying... <laughs> home and not going anywhere. I'm so guilty because I just would hate to tell anybody. I would just prefer stay home and not go anywhere. Even places where it's something that's really, really cool. Like Harry Styles concert. I have to just talk myself into going because I'm so guilty. Guiltily. I take such pleasure in just staying Home now, of course, like well, things like Harry Styles, I'm happy to have gone. But yes, Amen. Kendall says, 
Oh, Cliff, you know, I, I have to pause just for one second to tell you this terrible thing that happened Uh-oh. last week. So uh, speaking of hating to go out, I'm the same way. I just want to stay home. And I got this real big hankering for some pizza because I haven't been ordering pizza lately. I've been trying to do better. Pizza in the morning, pizza in the evening, pizza at supper time. When pizza's on a bagel, you can have pizza anytime. Well, Cliff, this one wasn't on a bagel. Oh. And I was desperate for some and I went to order it and the rates had like skyrocketed to deliver. Don't talk about the rates. Oh, and it said like 90 minutes, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go down there, and I'm going to pick it up like a normal pick person. Pick it up like so that's normal. I clicked, I clicked order, and I drove there. And by the time I got there, I walked in, and they said, I said, oh, I'm here to pick up my pizza. And they said, oh, what's your name? And I said, oh, it's Kendall. And he looked up at the screen, and it was all the way at the bottom. And it said 24 minutes. Huh. And I was like, 24 minutes? I, I ordered it like 20 minutes ago. And he said, oh, we're just real backed up. And so I went out in the car and I thought, well, I'll just sit here for 20 minutes or whatever oh, and God. scroll through TikTok. Ugh. And, um, Gets and I worse. go back in. I go back in. And when I walked in, this guy was screaming at the guy behind the counter. And he was like, I fucking ordered a pizza 40 minutes ago and I want my pizza. I mean, he was mad. And, he, and they said, uh, sir, we can refund you if you'd like. We're just way behind. And I, I thought, well, my pizza's not going to be ready anytime soon. So I walked back out. And for the next 30 minutes, it said prepping. On the little tracker app. Oh. I sat in that parking lot for an hour and a half waiting on that pizza. Oh, oh. It was bad. It was so bad. 15 minutes into that, that became your mistake and not theirs because you should have. (laughs) I wanted that pizza. I wasn't going to walk away without it. There are other pizzas. There are other. And you could have gone to the store, gotten the best Frozen pizza, money can buy, heated up your oven, gotten it out. Susan could have cut it all up, served it to you like a Roman god in the time that it took you to do that. And you know it would not have been any better than... As Can you imagine the rage and the hard drives and answering machines that I would have thrown? Oh. Well, see, the only reason I uh, allowed it is because I felt so bad for those people that were being just screamed at and yelled at, and I right. thought, it's, it's up to me to come in and say, it's all right, it's all right. And, and I was very nice. I didn't scream. I thought, That's good. these people at least need to see one kind face today. Right. I, I, I approve of your loving, you know, whatever the fuck, but I, you, really that was <laughs> all on you. All right. All Thank right, you. Cliff, moving on. I love that. I, I love that story. All right, Kendall. Oh, my God. Right, is it you? You're next, I think. It's me? Uh, it's still my turn. Cliff, three. Number uh, three. Uh, number three. Uh, Cliff, uh, this uh, uh, guilty pleasure uh, uh, I'm uh, not proud of, just like the other ones. Uh, and that is... Uh, 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 I've lost my place. Oh, Cliff, this is something I do, unfortunately, all the time regarding everything. Oh, Eat. Procrastinate. Oh, well, procrastinate. I, except for eating. That's the one thing I don't procrastinate on. Um, I am such a bad procrastinator that no matter what it is, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that. But it has to be, I have to have the pressure behind me to be able to finally push through and get that done. Are you the same way? Or are you such a procrastinator? You tell me because in some ways I'm tempted to say yes very much. But where's the line? See, this is why listeners tune in. They're like, Cliff and Kendall are going to go there. They're not just going to say procrastination and move on. Hard hitting facts. They're going to really psychologically analyze it all. And I'm not afraid to do whatever. What are we talking about? Procrastination. Procrastination. Where's the line between procrastinating and just saying... Possibly it's your inner child saying this. They say, outer adult, Cliff, there's no reason to start on this now because it's only going to take you X amount of time. And, you know, this here's that'll you can, you know, and you give a time that like, oh, you'll have days to do this that will take an hour before it's needed. Do, do, Do you understand where I'm coming from, where my inner child is coming from? 
I lost you about 20 minutes ago. Oh, lost. <laughs> lost in translation. No, no wonder. All right. I was procrastinating listening, so that was the problem. Uh, well, you listen to it later, Kendall. I'll get it on the way home. You'll um, get that one on Cliff. the way home. <laughs> oh, don't you just sorry, whenever sorry. I'm in, in frustrated or in a hurry, I just I feel like I'm on the bear. I'm just like the sauce, the sauce, God, oh my God, this is my oh Jesus Christ, the sauce, and it's just I'm instantly right back there. All right, Kendall, where was that? That I was know, number Cliff, three. And I've, I told you to quit screaming the sauce at me all the time. Yeah, that was number three. The sauce! All right, Kendall, I'm going to say number two. So guilty, this pleasure. I would, this is, see, what a guilty pleasure is, I think, it's a pleasure that you are going to very much restrict the people that you mention it to, right? Like a proud pleasure... Like your your Funko Pops, you're like, hey everybody, look at me, look at these pops, and they are cool, and we love you for it, and you convinced me not long ago to feel the same way, etc. But yeah, this pleasure is a guilty one, and I would not even mention it to a single living soul. <laughs> but it's time you shared it with all the closest listeners, right? Every, not hardly at all, but w- there's one or two. That I, uh, YouTube videos, Kendall, YouTubers. Oh, what's wrong with that? Those oh, are great. Oh, so much. YouTubers. I learned so much from YouTube. Oh, uh, I'm not saying just any old thing on YouTube. I'm not saying I feel guilty about watching Julia Child appearances on Letterman. I don't feel guilty about that. I'm, but I do feel guilty for uh, subscribing to a couple people that are like, hey, hey this is my channel. Uh, like and subscribe for my next video about such and such. And even though, um, you know, I'm like, oh, I... This is now. This is shame. Is what I feel. Oh. Even though I enjoy their videos and they're funny, and they're you know, but you know, to subscribe to a YouTuber, I'm so, oh, this feels so guilty that I get the pleasure. You're 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 right, Cliff. I would never tell a single soul that. <laughs> um, Told you. But I, but I never want to hear anything about my TikTok habit again. Oh, I'd say at least that's the only way I sleep at night. At least you're not into TikTok, Cliff. You may subscribe well, to these Cliff, sub- YouTubers, but <laughs> uh, you know I can't help it. I love TikTok. Wait, what number was that? Three, two. That was two. Sorry. God, I'm so off today. Um, Cliff, well, I see I've already kind of given away a little bit the number one because my number one guilty, 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 guilty pleasure is TikTok. Oh. I tell you, I tell you and I might tell the listeners, but I don't tell anybody else I know. I, I just say, oh, I saw this thing somewhere online. <laughs> I'd never be like, oh, I saw this TikToker doing this thing. I saw, so, yeah, there oh, you go. that's smart. That is smart because you should not tell anybody. That's a secret you sh- really should have taken to the grave. Kendall. Well, it was too late. TMZ has one of my videos on there, so you know, and it went viral, and that's, and then it was all over after that. Another viral vid on Kendall's <laughs> not bed post or whatever. Kendall, <laughs> finally, I'm going to read you one more excerpt from. Uh, Flannery O'Connor, this a uh, heavy book classic written so long ago now. This uh, G- Flannery O'Connor to the Gen Z listeners is like if somebody read Plato to us, Kendall. That's <laughs> how it would be. This says I'm not going to tell you what Who? story it's from. <laughs> Pl- Plato, <laughs> Gumby. Pla- oh, I love Plato. <sighs> The sheriff's... This does not remind me of you. The sheriff's brain worked instantly like a calculating machine. He saw the facts as (laughs) if they were already in print. The fellow had intended all along to kill his mother and pin it on the girl. 
But Fairbrother had been too quick for him. They were not yet aware of his head in the door. As he scrutinized the scene, further insights were flashed to him. Over her body, the killer and the slut were about to collapse into each other's arms. The sheriff knew a nasty bit when he saw it. He was accustomed to enter upon scenes that were not as bad as he had hoped to find them, but this one met his expectations. And listeners, I hope this episode met your expect or exceeded your expectations even and i hope that if you make a countdown of your proudest pleasures you list list cliff and kendall coast to coast at number one i hope it's on the proud list for sure i hope it's on the proud list and if it is like and subscribe (laughs) link is in the bio But real quick before we go, I just wanted to share something, one other thing with you. All right. Um, So they did a big old study to find out what people's most guilty pleasures were. Uh oh. And and they they have them all like, you know, in a uh, a list. (laughs) A list. Thank you. With like the ones being the most prominent at the top, obviously. Right. So the number one guiltiest pleasure at forty two percent of all the people polled. No. No, oddly enough. Well, no. they, they wouldn't. That was a that was one they wouldn't mention. I'm sure. Oh, that's but true. The number one that they would mention was ordering takeout because you can't be bothered to cook. Oh, I am. That's see that um, I'm so, I'm so guilty about that. I wouldn't even mention it. I'd rather talk about YouTubers. That was just normal talk for us. We're like, oh, that's just a normal <laughs> thing. That's not a guilty pleasure. I do. Um, feel, I do feel guilty. So guilty. Uh, it doesn't give me really that much pleasure. So maybe that's why it didn't come up. And here's here's the other like just to round out the top five. Falling asleep watching TV, oh. sneaking an extra scoop of ice cream again, normal. Normal. Uh, putting off a task, and buying yourself a treat. Uh, I do so many of those. All the, the treat. I'm surrounded by treats. I know. Well, see, we're not we're not guilty. We love yeah. it. Timothy Chalamet over here is a treat. <laughs> and, uh, and oh, speaking of treats, <gasps> oh, somebody has ordered. Is that what? Is that a a bo- is it a pizza or a really big cookie that Charles the Contractor is bringing in? Over either way, I'm rushing. Well, either to get way, the first I'm good piece. with it. Yes, yes, we we've got to get there, uh, listeners. We'll see you here next week. Next week, don't feel guilty about how proud you are of loving this show. Don't got nothing for that one.